Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Buff Nation! Let's go! Welcome into DMVR Buffs Primetime. We are presented by Illegal Pete's, everyone's go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. Friday vibes, a little chilly. Yeah, um, I so everyone's complaining about the weather. Today's not bad. It's not that bad. No, not at all. But even Bucky was like, "This is a cold I've never experienced before," or something like that. Oh. I'm like, I looked at Boulder. I was like, <laughs> yeah. "Is Boulder colder than Denver?" Like, no, it's 30, 33 degrees there. You I heard just, it is windy though. All so. he needs to do is wait for this weekend. Well, uh, it's gonna be a big recruiting weekend, so. <laughs> Hopefully we get some good breaks or some guys who uh, aren't scared. This is as bad as it gets, though. Oh, by far. Well, we don't know. We don't even know what it is yet. Sometimes they say it's going to be really bad, True. but it isn't. It's going to be damn cold, though. What does it say? Um, tomorrow ten degrees. Sunday nine degrees. Monday five degrees. That's pretty cold, bro. <laughs> I got good news for everyone. There are NFL playoff games all three of those days. You yep. don't have to go outside once. Yep. And if you want to feel warm on when's the Chiefs game? Saturday, Sunday, um, Sunday, Sunday probably. Just watch that game and you'll feel warm. Man, tickets for a, a Chiefs playoff <laughs> yeah. game are going for like thirty-five bucks on Game Time right now. That's crazy. That's soft of their fan base. Well, I mean, we don't have to get into this here, but <laughs> you don't have to tell me twice to talk they, shit about the Chiefs. Yeah, they've only been real fans for like fans. three years. So. Yeah. Um, but I, I kind of expected more from them when it came to the cold. They're just not about it, bro. They're fair weather. I'd be there if I were, like, if it was Broncos game and you could get in for 30 bucks. Yeah, it'd be incredible. Because the weather's be so bad. I saw them beat the Chiefs' ass in October when it was freezing. Yep. All right, let's get into it. Um, what a week it's been. Crazy stuff all week. Yeah, man. Like, this will be, we need a name for what this week was in the coaching world. I this is a bookmark that you put in the history of college football is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's like uh like Dumbledore dying, you know, like <laughs> it's just a big moment. <laughs> I didn't know we'd get a Harry Potter reference on today's show. So uh <laughs> I just recently realized that I never saw any Harry Potters after five. Okay. Um so I'm I'm one away, baby. Yeah, I got six and seven, part one under uh, under my belt. Did you ever read the books? No. You could actually just say, "Did you ever read a book?" <laughs> <laughs> and the answer would be the same. I mean, I read when I was younger. I'm about the same though. Can't remember the last time I finished a book. It's been a fall. It's been a while. <laughs> my mom read me Harry Potter one, uh-huh. 
And I just remember seeing that in theaters and like everything in the movie was exactly the way I had it in yeah. my head. It was, <laughs> it was so incredible. Um, R.I.P. Dumbledore. <laughs> R.I.P. a lot of people in yeah. that show. Don't spoil anything. <laughs> You're giving away one of the biggest spoilers. Okay, that, I'm asking. Everyone else doesn't have any spoiler protections. I'm here. I'm asking you not to spoil for me oh, what okay, happens okay, in the very okay. last one. I almost did, too, so that's a good call. Jeez. All right. Um, big hire yesterday. We got a commitment. We'll get your thoughts on um, the Arkansas defensive lineman. We got a New Mexico State off outside linebacker today. But um, probably the biggest news of yesterday that went under the some people's radars. Yes. Was Colorado hiring Florida A&M's Devin Rispress? Yes. Rispress? Rispress. 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 Um, he was just a powerhouse recruiting at uh, FAMU. He was director of recruiting there, I believe. And now he is going to be working under Corey Phillips in player personnel. Um, he's brought in a lot of talent to FAMU. He recruited all SWAC wide receivers, Marcus Riley and Kelvin Dean Jr., among many other players. Just your thoughts on this move. Do you remember when, I know you do, but do you remember when the Buffs officially got Shador? Right. And all the questions were, well, can he do, we've seen it, you know, in the SWAC, but can he do this in the pack? And everything I said was the skill set that Shador has translates mm -hmm. because his best skills are what he has between the ears yep. and his accuracy. And understanding defenses and knowing where to put the ball will travel anywhere. And it only took about, I don't know, eight snaps of him playing power five football for everyone to realize, like, yep, he yeah. can do it here. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel very similarly uh, about this hire for the buffs. Uh, Devin Rispress is a relationships guy. And it's funny. Oh, I guess it's not funny. His name was brought uh, brought to me somewhat recently uh -huh. uh, as a guy who is up and comer um, and has done a fantastic job at FAMU and you start looking into him. And I mean, the first thing you notice is a hundred thousand Twitter followers. That's a, that's a network. Yes. A hundred thousand Twitter followers for the director of, of player personnel uh, or director of recruiting at FAMU, um, which Again, no disrespect, but you're not seeing that that kind of those kind of numbers for anyone. So that's the first thing that stands out to you. And then you start talking to other people, and every person that has interacted with this man loves him. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is crazy the type of love and respect he has. And so going back to what I said about Shador, it's about skill set and does it translate? Well, what everyone says about this guy is that he is a top tier relationship builder. He makes everyone who he talks to feel important. He, you know, he's connecting with parents. He's connecting with coaches. Damn near every high school coach in Florida has met this man and shook his hand. Yep. Um, and everyone has nice things to say about him. And it's like, that is a skill that doesn't matter where you take it. If you are a relationship builder, you are going to be able to do that anywhere in the world. And or at least anywhere where you speak the language. Right. Um, and so then then you have the people who say, well, where if he's so good, why isn't he getting the four and five star recruits? First of all, 
he has recruited at an incredibly high level yeah. uh, for the conference that, and the level of football that he was recruiting in. Um, as we know from you know Coach Prime going to the SWAC, there's not a lot of five-star players who are going there ever. Uh, and so it was very unprecedented when, when he was able to get a guy like Travis Hunter to go there. But again, look at the scope. What did he do? Well, especially once JSU was out of the mix, they had the best roster in the SWAC. Mm -hmm. And they won the Celebration Bowl, uh, and they were a dominant team this year. So again, I, I don't think it's right to look at him and compare him to the director of recruiting at Alabama. You look at the, play, the people that he was competing against with the skill set that he has. Yep. This is a guy who is has a lot of people believing that he is uh, destined to become a big, big name at this level because he was already a big, big name at that level. Maya's spot on there. If there's one thing we've learned about Coach Prime since he's arrived at Colorado, he's all about relationships. Yep. He's all about his relationships with the players, with the parents, with his coaches, with the rest of his staff. Um, so this just makes sense. It's a guy who just seemingly fits right in with what Coach Prime uh, wants to do at Colorado, what he's trying to do and build these kids up to be not just football players, but uh, people in the world. And, and honestly, like I think one of the cool things about what Coach Prime is doing um, is he like having come from the SWAC, he like he saw it firsthand like, oh, they're yeah. incredibly talented players, incredibly talented coaches, incredibly talented recruiting personnel at this level. Like I want to um, be someone who gives those people opportunities, um, you know, someone like a Dancy, someone like uh, Devin Respress, who we're talking about now, you know, I don't want to say they would have never gotten those opportunities because I, I think that's selling those guys short. I think they would have found a way. Um, but Coach Prime is making sure that people that he noticed along his path, he's giving those guys an opportunity. Uh, and I think Colorado will be better off for it. I don't know how many other Power 5 coaches even knew about Devin Respress, right. let alone understood what the, the value that he could bring to their program. And so I'm super excited for this. And then... You know, you know, I mentioned Florida. Obviously, that's where his roots are. He's a Tallahassee guy. Mm -hmm. um, you don't think that, that Coach Prime knows what he's doing here? I mean, he already is revered in the state of Florida. But adding someone to his staff with roots that deep in Florida to the point where he knows everyone out there that he needs to know uh, is Coach Prime doubling down on a strength. Florida recruiting, especially for a team all the way out here in Colorado, is already way above par. Mm -hmm. Why not, you know, become damn near a Florida team? That's my biggest takeaway from this is Colorado has firmly just, I don't even know if put down roots. They've infested the state of Florida, really. Um, they are trying to be one of the top recruiting teams in that state, which is basically across the nation from where we are right now. Um, Willie Simmons had a tweet. He's the head coach at FAMU. I think we were talking about him potentially joining the staff this time last year, right? Yeah. Um, he ended up going back to FAMU. I want to say he also had a son who's a quarterback, potentially. Are you thinking of Willie Taggart? Maybe, maybe. Um, Willie Simmons, though, this tweet. At Deion Sanders, of all the five stars you've signed over the past few years, this may be your biggest one yet. Um, and then he adds, Coach Rispress says, is a rock star and all I can say is everyone better watch out because with you two together, sheesh. I'm so happy for my boy. Um, sorry, I didn't know it was a longer tweet. 
<laughs> I had to push the scene. I think there was a shout out to like uh he said, I'm so happy for my boy. I know you do great things in Boulder. Just don't let Junior get lost in the snow. <laughs> um You don't see that all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um yep. uh, it is rare. I mean, it happens, but it is rare where you're seeing a coach from another school give that much praise to a, a, a different coach. You know, like these guys are gonna be recruiting against each other, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh obviously. You know, he has his both of them have ties into Florida. Um, but for him to heap that type of praise just kind of shows what I was telling you about in terms of the way that people talk about Devin Respress. Just just absolutely effusive praise. Um, and I can just tell when somebody does things the right way, um, you know, and, and handles themselves the right way, like. People will actually go out of their way, not just to like give them props, but to give them even more props because they respect their game so much. So this is a dub. A lot of people, you know, are going to say, you know, this is a small time hire, blah, blah, the haters. Yeah. Um, they're going to say, well, show me the, you know, the, the proof in the pudding and, of recruiting. And then you try to show it to them. They'll say, well, that, how is that going to help call? You know, all the things that mm. I kind of just debunked, but. This is kind of just like a just watch. Yep. Just watch. Uh, shout out to the chat. Willie Simmons did leave uh, FAMU this last year. He's going to be yeah, the running backs coach at Duke. Yep. I was told I need to help you pronounce something. What now? Where man? is it? RK, you need to help Jake pronounce. How did you say that word? Chinook? <laughs> Chinook. Chinook. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> How did that come up yesterday? Oh, man. A college or a high school or something? <laughs> no. Um, Talking about the Chinook winds blowing in? No, no. <laughs> Last week when we, were when we were doing a Circle K ad and we were talking about sunflower seeds. Uh-huh. Uh, so someone sent from Chinook Cedary. Chinook. Chinook Cedary sent me a pack of sunflower seeds yesterday. So Damn. I had him on the show. Yeah, you missed Where's out. mine? <laughs> They're in my house. <laughs> How many packs did you get? A lot. You took all of them, bro? <laughs> I gave them to some people that were here. I'll bring you a bag back. <laughs> Unbelievable, dude. This I'll bring guy. bring you a bag back. <laughs> You're just doing, you know, the, the person who sent you those a disservice, not giving them to an influencer you of my caliber. I had to take them. I wasn't just going <laughs> to leave the whole box here. Otherwise, I'd get none. That's crazy. I'll bring you a bag. <laughs> Going back to Devin Rispris, though, um, losing Charles Kelly was a big loss, not just as a defensive coordinator, but as a recruiter. And now you've added another guy who has ties, not in maybe the places that Charles Kelly does, but in Florida, where obviously it's a hotbed. So uh, we're still waiting on the defensive coordinator, but it seems like the level of recruiting is not going to drop off now. Uh, yeah, I mean, you'll see. Like, Obviously, those are two pretty uncomparable people. Uh -huh. um, Charles Kelly is someone who's done it at Alabama, um, and that's a different level. But <coughs> I've always felt that the coaching world doesn't give people like Devin Respress <laughs> enough uh, opportunities, yep. right? You know, you get these people, and um, they dominate at their level, and... Too many times you're getting people are saying, well, uh, we just don't know if that's going to translate. Mm -hmm. And so they give the opportunity to someone who isn't dominating, but maybe they're doing a decent job at their level. Um, and I think this should be talked about for all positions, not just recruiting positions, but 
um, offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, quarterbacks coach, whatever it may be, there's too many people out there who don't get the call because they didn't get into the fraternity. They don't um, have a brother who coaches somewhere, whatever yep. it may be. So uh, I don't. I'm not going to compare Coach Kelly and Devin Express. It, it there's no. We don't know yet. Right. But this is this is instead of taking someone who's established betting on someone's skill set uh, and seeing what you can do with it. And, and I think it's going to end up paying dividends for Colorado. Can't wait to see who he brings in, man. Um, <clears throat> we talked about it yesterday, but Jaquez Robinson entered the portal. We got two new commits today. so Two? Or two over the last two okay. days. I like, I did mean, I miss something already? No, no, no. Um, but let's talk about recruiting. But first, shout out to our new friends over at Empire Today. Uh, if you need a new floor in your home, hit up Empire today. You can shop at home, um, and they have the right product for you. Quick and professional installation and a price match guarantee. Um, it's a virtual floor designer, so you go on there, uh, and they can kind of help you see exactly how everything is going to look with the new flooring that you want in your home. Uh, but check them out. Schedule a free in-home estimate today. All listeners can receive $350 off their discount when they use the promo code DMVR. Restrictions apply. See EmpireToday.com slash DMVR for details. We have cornered the uh, the market on uh, floor and roof uh, partners. Hell yeah. We man. got you covered head to toe. Next thing we need is a wall partner. Yeah. We got a whole house. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, a shout out to our friends at Circle K. Uh, Jake's a big seeds guy, although now he's getting his seeds from Chinook uh, and probably has enough for a lifetime, so... Uh, no, <laughs> uh, I did eat a lot of them yesterday. Them all, dude, it's crazy. The the Parmesan pepper ones are actually really good. Damn, that sounds fire. <laughs> They're good. Probably never taste them because you won't share. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sharing that one with you. <laughs> anyways, um, my go-to snack if I'm at a Circle K road trip, I'm going Gardettos. Ooh, special edition, only the rye. Pieces. Damn. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, Just I the know dark exactly ones. what you're talking about. Yep. That is fire. Um, damn, I was just thinking you could probably crush those up, put them on a salad. Just as your croutons. Yeah. Crush them up using them as like a chicken breading or something. Oh, too. wow. Now we're really cooking. <laughs> See? Uh, anyways, Circle K. Uh, you can get in on the inner circle at Circle K. Get discounts on everything um, and get rewarded for being a Circle K frequenter. So um, use the QR oh, We don't have that. Uh, go to <laughs> circlek.com slash inner circle for more. That's circlek.com slash inner circle to get in on the inner circle. We did have two or, uh, two commits the last two days. Um, real quick, let's get your thoughts on Torreon Carter. A massive body, uh, SEC nose tackle. Torres ACL in 22. Didn't play that year. It was spring 22, actually. So he's able to play this last year and returned right to the level he was at in 2021. Wait, really quick. Scroll up. What does that say? My man, RK, such a what snack? Tier one snack. Oh, okay. All right. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I tweeted this out, Jake. Um, add another one to the first off the bus crew, which has yep. been completely yep. transformed this year. Yep. Um, if I asked you who should be first off the bus last year, there's probably not a lot of people that just jump out to you immediately. 
JD and Taj are pretty big. Yep, Taj, Taj for sure. I think Shane. I mentioned that. Yep, Shane. Um, but that's about it. Yeah. I mean, and this is not uh, any knock on those guys. None of them are as big as some of the guys that they have added yeah. this year. So he's what is he six six two three like I think oh three he's six three is he six three three hundred. Um, either way, dude's huge. Um, I shouldn't keep bringing up these people, but you know the detractors are saying twenty-five tackles. Blah, blah, blah. It's like that's not his job. No, playing nose tackle <laughs> like is more than on-field production. Yeah, you are there literally like to help everyone else around you. That is yep. your job. It's a arguably one of the most thankless jobs in football. One hundred percent. Offensive linemen rarely rarely get a lot of credit either, uh, and obviously their job is extremely difficult. Nose tackle is like, hey, go force them to block you with two people <laughs> yeah. and just like put your head down and keep your legs Hold churning. Hold the line. <laughs> Maybe don't put your head down. Keep your head up. Keep your legs churning and make them, uh, you know, just uh, make them double you. Yep. Uh, and so that's what the good ones do. Obviously, sometimes you're making some tackles in the hole and stuff like that. But um, you needed size on the interior. It was such a big problem. Uh, and, and I'll talk about size again with the next guy that we're going to bring up. But this one was exciting for me because it, it, it the size of both lines has gone up dramatically this offseason. And I think that was a big point of emphasis. Tremendously. They've literally rebuilt the trenches on both sides um, almost too deep at every position. Yep. Um, I'd assume that between Torreon Carter and... Um, and Quinn Barnes. That's who yep. you're gonna. That's the battle at zero technique. Yep. And Chidoze, uh Nwankwo too. Nwankwo, yeah. Yep. A little smaller, but maybe like that dominant like three technique when yep. you pair him next to yep. a big body like two of those guys. And you can probably move him inside on pass rush downs. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and then today, uh, Nikhil Webb Walker, former New Mexico State um, outside linebacker, defensive end, edge, pass rusher, whatever you want to call him. Committed to Colorado, played in 12 games last year for the Aggies. 24 total tackles, five and a half TFLs, three sacks, one forced fumble, and listed on their roster. Well, they already deleted his roster page. Also, 6'6, 275, though. No relation to Nikhil Alexander Walker, uh, who plays in the NBA. And I was thinking this like, nickname Spider Man. Ooh. Because he's a web walker. Yeah. Um, I love it. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> But I, I wanted to get back to size. Yeah. Um, because his best strength is defending the run. Uh, and so you want those big players on the edge uh, to help you defend the run on early downs and against teams uh, who like to run the ball more. Uh, too many times last year, you know, you, you were basically sticking. They were rotating on the edge. But it felt like kind of like a hot hand approach. Whereas I'm, I'm hoping this year they have a more of a, these are our guys to stop the run. These are our guys to stop the pass. Um, and you'd like some more versatility because, to be honest, Jake, one of the reasons why they had that weird stretch where 12 men on the field came such a problem for them was they were trying too much to get the right personnel in there. So right. um, this is a guy who is definitely better at, at stopping the run but can get after the passer a little bit uh, and – I like seeing a little bit more versatility in the edge group. This is, you know, um, a depth addition, I think. And and that doesn't mean that he's not going to play because, like I said, I think there are situations that he does. But this is adding a big guy uh, at 6'6 who can help you add some more beef to that line. 
I think depth is the right word to use. I think he has three years of eligibility remaining, too. Uh, he's from Jamaica, so this is a guy, I mean, you just look at the size and you can't, you know he's going to contribute in some way, in some factor. Just with that size, I mean, that's already an improvement on every single defensive line, uh, edge that we had last season. He's bigger than all of them. JD, Taj, yep. all of them. Yep. I mean, you can roll out a legit defensive line uh, across the board now it's, in terms of like, whoa, like yeah. that's a big, big squad. It's going to be – it's worlds apart from what we had last year, honestly. Totally. And just talking – when we were talking about Tarion Carter yesterday, I told Dre, like, it's just another example that they've turned it up in terms of their level of recruiting. Uh, when we were talking about linebacker replacements on Wednesday – those were the guys at every position they were kind of getting. You know, they didn't really play much. They were a highly touted recruit or they're undersized or something. They didn't play. Um, but they are getting guys who were playing a lot in the SEC uh, and Torreon Carter and many more. Yep. And, and as it relates to um, Nikhil Webb Walker, um, this is a guy who's from Jamaica. And it's someone in the chat said he hit a growth spurt last year, mm-hmm. um, which would make even more sense why he, you know, helping him level up this year. Uh, but a lot of times those guys are late, later bloomers who are aren't coming from the mainland United States where football is exactly. you know, put in front of you uh, at, you know, a, a super young age. So you're seeing a lot of players like you've even had players get drafted to the NFL in the last few years who have like maybe had one year of college football. They yep. came over from, uh, there was a guy from Germany mm-hmm. uh, who came over, played one year of college football, like had all the size and measurables was playing, uh, you know, rugby or something like that, uh, and made it up. So, uh, you know, a lot of these international players, uh, are exciting later in their careers. And, and you could even make the case, um, a lot less like wear and tear and stuff like that from being new to the game. No, man, that's a great point. I mean, it's quite clear this guy's best football is going to be in front of him. He's still learning the game, uh, still developing his body, obviously, too, if he just went through a growth spurt. So there's a, a lot to gain from this move. Um, and look, New Mexico State was a good program last year. They beat Auburn a uh, 10-win season. I think they got beat pretty good in their bowl game, but when does New Mexico State ever win 10 games? So. That's actually crazy. It really is. All right. um, Let's move on and hit uh, the big news that happened today. But first, shout out to our great friends over at Fubo TV. Damn, they already took his page off of New Mexico State's website. Yeah. Well, Bama did that to Anquin Barnes right away, too. Before he even committed to Colorado, when he entered the portal, he, he was off that. Some schools are on it, man. That's kind of annoying because, like... Yeah, now we can't... Now I can't look at his fucking page. I even tried to use, like, the internet Wayback machine or whatever. Doesn't work on that. Uh, What's that? Never heard of that? Put me on, bro. Wayback machine. It's So if you go to Google, look up Wayback machine. Okay. It's like an internet archive, basically. So you can put in a URL, and you can see, like, what it looked like at points in time. Damn can't delete anything anymore <laughs> well i mean I, I just said it doesn't work though with these uh-huh. roster pages that's for whatever actually really reason. annoying yeah anyway shout out to fubo tv 140 plus live channels of sports shows movies and news you can stream live from any device we are massive fans of fubo tv here at dmvr they got the pac-12 network they got altitude if you want to watch the avs and nuggets 
Um, and they've got everything else. NFL Red Zone is over, but they also have a Red Zone package. They got ESPN, all the good stuff you need as a sports fan. You also get a thousand hours of cloud DVR included at no extra charge, no contract, no cable, no hassle. Just sign up and start watching. Um, watch all your favorite football and sports with Fubo TV. Go to www.fubotv.com/dmvr, and you can sign up for fifteen percent off your first month of Fubo Pro. Backus and Shanker. Shout out to Backus and Shanker. If you need to sue, smash the two. If you need to sue, smash the two. That's two 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 to hit up our friends at Backus and Shanker and get what you deserve if you were hurt and it is not your fault. Backus and Shanker has helped Colorado families win over a billion dollars on their cases. That's a billion with a B, which is crazy. So uh, check out our friends at Backus and Shanker. And the best part about them is they won't charge you a penny until they win your case, uh, which is an amazing deal. Uh, so check out our friends. Two, 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 two. All right. I'm glad you're back, man. We, you missed a good show yesterday. We had a lot of fun. Yeah, I appreciated you guys filling in for me. wasn't expecting to, uh, to not be here, but had some family stuff come up. Everyone's okay. We're good. Um, and I uh, appreciate you guys stepping in, of especially course. Dre. Um, for everyone that cares, CU Football just tweeted out that Tarion Carter has signed. Okay. Yes. And remember, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> not necessarily <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't but it's as locked in as he could be at this point sure sure there's just no such thing as a transfer being locked in until they are in class i know i know i kind of said this yesterday but look don't let the dj lundy like thing like ruin your excitement over some of these guys i saw it today with the mm -hmm. Nikhil webb walker stuff like well he's committed now it's like DJ Lundy is the exception, not the rule. Not many people commit to Colorado and then re-enter the portal to go back. Totally. And, you know, I, I went back and forth with someone yesterday. It was a civil conversation, but they were like, can you guys, like, stop covering this stuff, et cetera? Like, not, not necessarily. That's that. the job, bro. They actually said, I know it. They said, I know it's your job, but are we going to cover this stuff any differently because we know now it doesn't mean anything? And I was like, no. And I said, like, for me personally, like this stuff is exciting for me. When someone commits, that's exciting. Yes. I also go into it with the understanding that it's not final, um, but it's exciting when someone, you know, says, hey, I'm going to Colorado. Yeah. And while a small percentage of them are going to back out, my take on it is I'd rather be happy about it now and bummed about it later mm -hmm. than just in the middle the whole time. Right. Uh, and I mean, it happened, what, twice last year? Marshawn Nealon, Zach Blackwood are the two that come to mind. Yep. DJ Lundy. We've brought in. 70 80 90 transfers the last two years yeah and three guys have done it yep so dj lundy one is is a bummer got to got to uh address. it is what it is man it, it is what it is but it is it is now a position of need we'll see though um okay let's get to kind of what we did yesterday uh we went through candidates for 1500 watching let's hit that like button yeah smash the likes also subscribe to the podcast on apple Podcasts and spotify Yesterday, we were talking a lot about replacements for Nick Saban at Alabama and the shockwave that this has created. Uh, multiple people have reported uh, just before we went live that Kalen DeBoer has accepted the position. He is going to be the next head coach at Alabama. Uh, we'll talk about Washington here in a bit, too. But I'm a DeBoer fan. I think this is a solid hire. Uh, Dre's reasoning was basically 
if you're going to replace Nick Saban, uh, you want someone who's kind of been there, done that. You don't want like the hot name at this point, which I guess is what you can call Kalen DeBoer, even though he's got like a 102 and 14 record. Um, I just think this is a solid hire, though. And now Washington fans are probably just sick. I think that it's a setup. It's a setup for failure is what it is. Uh, and I think that Kalen DeBoer is a good enough football coach to potentially overcome it. But essentially, uh, if he does exactly what he did at Washington, which was turn around the program, put it together, what, a 10-win season last year, go to the playoff this year, mm-hmm. and then lose in the national championship. Yeah, only loss. He would be, like, on the hot seat going into year three. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so... It's a tough, tough act to follow. Um, obviously, the toughest act to follow maybe in college football history. Uh, I respect Kalen DeBoer for going for it and for not being scared of expectations. Yeah, credit to him, man. Yep, absolutely. And, and so uh, he now goes to a place where 10 wins isn't good enough. And that's a hell of a place to be. Mm-hmm. But... I kind of also respect Alabama for not feeling like they needed to make, uh, you know, this insane hire that turns everyone's heads and right. gets everyone going like you're Alabama. Um, you, you know, the program itself is going to recruit itself. Yep. And they said, okay, well, let's go just go try and get a really good football coach to come in and coach the already special talent that we have on this roster and you know we'll put the people in place around him and and hopefully we're able to keep up the level of talent no doubt man i mean and his first order of business is going to be retaining this roster yep uh we already saw today isaiah bond entered the portal he was their leading receiver last year he's a guy we talked about yesterday who if he enters the portal you got to hit him up Uh, there's plenty of players like that. We know how deep Alabama is. They're probably two, three deep, three deep at most positions. Um, They just had one of the best recruiting classes in the country. Again, five-star quarterback, uh, multiple five-stars, I believe, as well. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, his challenge is going to be the quarterback position to start. Um, He obviously has an incredibly deep roster. And Jalen Milrow, I thought, made leaps and bounds uh, throughout the season at becoming a better quarterback. But... We, you know, it's clear that he's not um, the level of quarterback as Michael Penix was. And a lot of Kalen DeBoer's success at Washington was tied to Michael Penix, in my opinion. So um, that's going to be a a big challenge for him. Can he succeed without, uh, you know, an elite college football quarterback, Mm -hmm. at least just in year one? And, And really, there's, I mean, I guess everyone's available that hit the portal, but there's not like a a rich group of quarterbacks to pull from in the portal right now if you wanted to to go a different direction. Right. So, you know, he'll go with Milrow. I think Milrow has a chance. Um, but he's not nearly on the level of Michael Penix right now when it comes to throwing the football. No, but you see what Kalen DeBoer did, bringing Penix basically from Indiana to Washington. Mm-hmm. He knows how to coach quarterbacks. Yes. I mean, Penix was rolling at Indiana. Beat Michigan that year. Uh, they were a top 25 team at times that season. So I think he's going to have to probably work the portal again. I don't he can obviously do it and get talent there. They had success bringing in a a few guys this last season as well too. So let's look at their roster. By the way, um 
I joked about it yesterday, but I, I do think there's a legit, like, there's a chance that Dan Lanning was a, a little scared. Of course. <laughs> of course. <clears throat> Man, I've had uh, Oregon fans on a string the last two days. Good. They're, uh, so I made that video. <laughs> yes. We yes. made that video. Yes. And I say we, the three of us. Um, and we put it out there. And I really thought if I had to handicap it, Florida State fans would be the most likely to take the bait. Um, because of, yeah. But it was almost exclusively Oregon fans who took the bait. Uh-huh. Uh, and man, they took the bait hard. Do we have the video? Um, all right. Here is my, uh, I don't know. I was in the mood to troll the other day. And so I was like, let's go fishing and see what we can catch. And so we threw this video out there. Candidates for Colorado's defensive coordinator. Number one, I think you got to go Jim Leonard. Put together one of the best defenses in the country multiple times. Honestly, a home run. And probably the most qualified right now of anyone on this list. Number two, I'm going Nick Saban. This is a guy who turned around a team that had historically struggled before he got there. A lot of people think he's too old for this position, but I personally think this would be like a strong, solid hire. Number three, going Dan Lanning. Oregon has taken a big step back since he got there. I think there's a chance he wants to go back to defensive coordinator. We also know that he models his program after what Coach Prime is doing in Boulder. So would it surprise anyone if he wants to work underneath Coach Prime? No, not at all. Number four, Pete Carroll. There's a lot of speculation out there that the reason Pete left is because he wants to work in Boulder. And you have to remember, he had a ton of success coaching at UCLA. Number five, Mike Norvell, one of the best defensive coaches in college football. There's a rumor out there that he wants out of Florida State. Even an undefeated season isn't good enough to go to the playoff. And then there's also a rumor out there that he wants to move closer to his brother, Jay, who lives over in Fort Collins coaching the Rams so family's everything great list man great thank list. you thank you bro family is everything at the end gets me every fucking time I don't know why I just it's different the funniest thing is I tried to make almost everything as much as I could possibly wrong about that yes. like factually inaccurate yep and um Mick who I don't think was doing this on purpose misspelled candidates <laughs> and he got called out for that on Instagram. And I oh responded to that person. I was like, it makes me so happy that of all the things, this was the inaccuracy <laughs> right. that stood out for you. Like <laughs> Pete Carroll at UCLA, only one person noticed that. Um or at least called it out. No one picked up on the the brothers. <laughs> Jay and Mike Norvell, not brothers. Um I, I also lead off with Jim Leonard's the most qualified person on this list. Yes. <laughs> of Nick Saban and Dan Lanning. Yeah. And then it goes like the very next thing I say is Nick Saban's number two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was fun. I, I actually, once I put it out, I was like, ah, no one's going to fall for this. But man, Oregon oh. fans, hook, line, and sinker took that bait. It was, was uh, I had it was a lot genius. of fun with that. Oh, that was great. I was just scrolling. I was just refreshing the mentions for like yeah. 30 minutes, just seeing what was going to be said. Yes. <laughs> All right. Anyways, Anyways, Washington's roster. Washington's roster. Um, they already had their first one. Washington defensive back uh, Michelle Powell has entered the transfer portal. How do you spell it? M I S H A E L. Michelle. Michael with an S, not a C. Michelle? Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, he had 38 tackles and three <laughs> interceptions this last year. He started every single game for the Huskies. 
We got two Colorado kids on this roster. Yeah. Uh, Zachary Henning. He was just a 2023 recruit. Um, he's from Aurora, went to Grandview. 6'6", 275, offensive tackle, was a three-star recruit. Okay. And then we also have... Roger Rosengarten? Is this a dungeon uh, family Definitely. Guy? I think yes. so. Um, so this is Roger Rosengarten. This is one of McChesney's guys out of Littleton, played at Valor Christian. Uh, 247 Sports Composite, four-star, 171st overall recruit in the 2020 class. Um, right tackle for them. Uh-huh. I think, right? I think so. That's what they got him listed at. Um, he was the one who got called for that egregious holding call uh, in the national championship game. Oh, <laughs> the one that didn't happen because it was a football play. Yeah. No. Oh, he was you're called. Right. Oh, you're no. right. Yeah. Oh, no, I wasn't right. Yeah, no. you're right. No, 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 didn't no, no. Ha- didn't no, 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 <laughs> I'm not starting this again. I've had to fight too many battles over this game in this office the last few days for whatever reason. Yeah, anyways. It's ridiculous. A, uh, part of the Joe Moore, Joe Moore award-winning offensive line uh, and a starter this whole year. Um, and uh, as of now, that could change. Um but they could still be looking to improve at right tackle. Uh, yep. So there you go. Could be a, could be an option there if he wants to come home. So let's look at their recruiting class then and see who just committed. Um, I'm seeing just a lot of sign. I'm not seeing enrolled on these guys. So I guess if you... I was listening to someone yesterday, and they said for, like, Alabama guys, if I think it's actually if you do sign, you can just enter into the portal. I was thinking about that. NLI doesn't matter anymore either. Yeah. Because you can un, you can transfer unlimited times. Yes. So NI, NLI has completely lost its uh, its value. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, so, yeah, Alabama players who committed or, or sorry, signed could just enter the transfer portal. Pretty crazy. Pretty insane. So they finished um, this 2024 recruiting cycle, the 29th overall recruiting team, 36th on the composite rank, 28th in the transfer ranking. Their top recruit was Noah Carter out of uh, Peoria, Arizona, was a four-star edge. They got a four-star quarterback in DeMar- Demarcus Davis. Uh, Packy Finau, offensive tackle out of California, four-star. And four-star edge, I'm not even going to try and say that name. Some guy out of California. Which one? The edge. The four-star. Oh, uh, Ratu Ratu Mana Bula (laughs) Balavu. Ratu Mana Bula Balavu. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So their top uh, four recruits are all four-stars, ranked 90 or higher. Let's go to the 2023 class. Oh, apparently Roger Rosengarten declared for the NFL draft. Oh, he declared for the draft. Well, there you go then. Uh, Austin Mack was their top recruit out of Folsom, California last year. He's a quarterback. They also got uh, also got Tayshawn Lyons, four-star wide receiver out of California. <laughs> we caught someone finally with the Mike and Jay Norvell joke. <laughs> Where? <laughs> Um, they've got a quite a few four-star recruits here. I didn't see anyone on their roster from Florida, though. Wow. So that I was. I mean, those are the two f- 
probably furthest states from each other in the U.S. True. That's immediately what I did yesterday, though, when we were looking at Alabama's roster. I typed in Florida. On the, like, where they're from bar? Yep. yep. I love that. That's what we went by. Did you try Colorado, too? Uh, No, <laughs> I didn't, actually. I figured there weren't many Colorado kids playing at Bama. I don't think so. Um, but stay tuned here. I don't really... We can go through the top uh, production... But this will uh, this isn't good podcasting if I do this because I'm gonna have to look up a lot of stuff here. Romo Dunze declared. Um, did Polk and McMillan declare too? I believe so. So the top three I wide receivers are gone. Declared, but it is expected for sure. Well, look, this team's losing a lot. Um, yeah, they're about to get cooked in the Big Ten. Yeah, they are losing not only Penix and DeBoer now. They're losing their top three wide receivers. They're losing half their offensive line. I think Braylon Trice is leaving too. Um, Jabbar Muhammad went. I think is declared for the draft. Also, we, there's a lot of guys. So what we need, Jake, is for Washington to continue the train mm-hmm. and hire an existing head coach. Exactly. So we can keep the portal open longer because now you've got a 30-day period for uh, Alabama players that's been triggered. You've got a 30-day period for Washington players that's been triggered. Mm-hmm. So might I recommend to Washington Jed Fish from Arizona? And let's open up another 30-day window. Um, but someone, I don't know, again, you never know uh, where people in the chat are hearing things before they put them in here. But mm-hmm. someone said they're interested in Cliff Kingsbury. Interesting. He's like a offensive like analyst at a SC. I see. I think he might actually be quarterback's coach, too. Okay. Um, people are saying Polk's too young. So it's McMillan? He, I, I, I don't know, man. This stuff's ridiculous. He's play, Jalen Polk's played four years already, and he's, it just says sophomore. He's, uh, who knows? Who knows? It's impossible no to idea, keep up man. with this stuff anymore. I know. It's terrible. But, uh, yeah, keep an eye. We've already seen Bama players coming in to the portal. Um, we've seen Washington players. And as you mentioned, Jed Fish, if that's the target for Washington, that's not only like a, a team that they've kind of pulled back and forth from each other, Colorado and Arizona, the last year or so. They're in your conference still. I know. And they're one of, if not the top team, coming into the Big 12 this next year. Yeah, I mean... <sighs> Man, if Jetfish takes the job, CU is they've got such an opportunity to win this conference next year. Who else is is a potential Washington hire that w- makes sense? Obviously like we've kind of now fallen below the like everyone's on the table, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. um Mike Norvell and all those people were available to Alabama, probably not to Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, Washington as a job is a tier below the top top jobs in the country. Um, so then like a plate, like, like a Jedfish makes a lot of sense. Like who are the coaches who are kind of having success at programs like that? I mean, Kansas's coach, Lance, uh, Lance Leopold, Leopold, that, that actually would make a lot of sense, uh, for Washington to kind of go down that road again. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause Kalen DeBoer, did he come from Fresno? Yes. So again, you know, they took a successful head coach from a lower level. Um, and that's where obviously Lance Leopold came from before he was at Kansas. Uh, I just pulled up a list here. Good job with the Lance Leopold poll. He's on this list of hey. Washington candidates. Ryan Grubb. Kind of looks like DeBoer. 
Uh, Ryan Grubb, their offensive coordinator, is another one who I think they'll highly consider. Hope not. Uh, we already said Jed Fish. He's on here. Uh, Jamarcus Shepard, that's Washington's and associate just, head coach. There was reporting out there that Washington was willing to double Kalen DeBoer's salary to keep him. Um, he was at 4.6, so that would give him to 9.2. He was apparently meeting with the AD this morning, trying to see if they could work something out. Yeah. So I just want that in mind. I don't think they're going to spend 9.2 on someone, but if they're willing to spend, you know, six, mm-hmm. uh, that's going to pull all of these candidates into play. Uh, this list has Justin Wilcox. That's the Cal head coach. No. They had a decent season last year. I mean, we thought they'd be one of the worst teams in the country this last yeah. year. Yeah. It's a solid. Okay, coach. Um, let's see if we can get any other names here. Someone has Matt Campbell there. That's another. We'll take it. We'll take yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Chadwell at Liberty. Jed Fish again. Uh, Chris Kleeman at Kansas State. Another one. Yeah. Uh, who else? Let's go. Take a head coach from the Big 12. That's what we want. Um, and the rest are just long shots. Also, like. It's not that late, but it is late in the cycle. Like, if this chain of head coaches getting stolen keeps going, someone's going to end up in a really bad place. Mm-hmm. Kind of what happened to CU with Mel Tucker. Oh, totally. I mean, that was D'Antonio retired. I think he got into trouble or something. Yeah, he left late. Right. But, yeah, this is, uh, this is why we need changes to the college football calendar, though. Absolutely. Because... Saban was obviously in the playoff, and so they were going through that whole process. He probably took the last week to make the decision. Uh, I actually watched an interview with him and Reese Davis yesterday. He said he was like up until five minutes before the team meeting going back and forth with his wife, whether he wanted to actually retire or not. Wow. Um, But anyways, we just need to change the calendar. Like having the portal just open and team like the best teams in the nation are obviously still playing and practicing and in bowl games. They're not going to be in the portal they're not in all that uh they're focused on actual games still and just how the early signing day and national signing day it's just kind of a mess at this point um just because i wanted to have this conversation before uh before alabama made their move and because other people were talking about this um we don't have to expound on this much if Alabama hired Mike Norvell, what would your concern level have been one to ten over Coach Prime going to Florida State? Honestly, yeah, one or two. Okay, uh, the fan base does not like him. Well, they their approach to things is very much like my approach to recruiting services. <laughs> it's like anything who's not helping them, they hate. Anything they are helping them, that is. Helping I don't them, know, man. I've seen look. Bro, they would be backtracking faster than you can imagine. I don't think so. I do. But my thought is, is the damage already done? Coach Prime, he hears and sees this stuff. He does. He also had no problem saying, I'm not a Florida exactly. State grad. Exactly. Um, Jabbar Muhammad just entered the portal. It's Washington's best cornerback. Wow. Didn't you? I thought you said he was going to the league. This is what happens when I'm asked to talk about a roster <laughs> I don't know about, bro. <laughs> Well, he's probably seen uh, what the the going rate is for a corner out there. Yep. Yeah, my my uh, concern level would have been very low. I put out the video today from Pastor Smith because, of course, Stephen A. Stephen A. is just going to link 
uh, going to send Coach Prime to any job opening in the country. Why does he do this? I don't know. I, I'm I'm sorry. I know he when Coach Prime went on his podcast, like he asked him about it. Like, does this bother you when I mention your name for high profile jobs in the SEC or anywhere else? Coach told him no, which that's fine. It's between them. Yeah. But if Stephen A. actually like cared about Coach Prime's success in college football, he wouldn't negatively recruit against him like that. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think Stephen A. is more worried about his own. Uh, yeah. And traffic and things like that. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, him cooking Whitlock earlier this week was oh. <laughs> incredible. Um, Unreal. So I put out the video from Pastor Smith of Coach Prime taking the line from the end of the uh, show on Amazon and then make, saying it in his own words, not just quoting the Big 12 commissioner. Yep. But he said, I'm the type of guy that doesn't inherit legacies. I build legacies. And that was yep. him talking about Nick Saban retiring. Yeah. Um, so it was almost in like direct, you know, the uh, response to that. Um, I think Coach Prime has unfinished business here. And 100%. I, uh, this is not the year to worry. No. I think it's worth bringing up, though. I mean, this time last year when, you know, we, we he just got here, basically, but we were already talking, you know, how long does he stay here? And the two jobs that worried me the most were Florida State and Alabama. Mike Norvell just got a – he got paid. Ten mil a year. Those two jobs aren't – unless Kalen DeBoer just falls on his face, <laughs> those two jobs aren't opening anytime soon. Man, could you imagine uh, what – how bad it would have to go in year one for Kalen DeBoer for him to get fired. But even then, it's like, if he loses half the roster, you can't really blame him. We also learned that Stephen A just, like, doesn't like Colorado, I guess. Yeah, what the hell, man? <laughs> I don't know. That's insane, though. It's he was just like, hey, look, God bless you if you like Boulder, Colorado, <laughs> but... <laughs> Uh, I've been there two times and it was only to see Coach Prime both times if that gives you any idea how I feel about it or something along those lines. I don't want to misquote him, but that was the, the vibe of what he was saying. Uh, okay. <laughs> First off, of all the things Stephen A. talks about, of all the leagues he talks about, college football has to be like down there with the NHL in terms of leagues he actually knows things about. Uh, yeah, everyone knows college football a little bit, but only at the very right. Very yeah, top. he'll talk the national championship game. I'm sure he talked about the Rose Bowl too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not talking about you know how Colorado can regain momentum against UCLA in Week Seven yeah, of yeah, the yeah. college football season. And he certainly wouldn't be if Coach Prime wasn't here, um, for sure. But yeah, the the I'm sure he was also bummed he had to come out here for the NBA Finals, but he probably has to get used to that. Oh, well, sucks to suck. <laughs> I just have a few more things. Uh, our guy, LaMason Waller, put out a top 10. First school that shows up, Colorado. Let's go. Um, if I can ever find it. Colorado, Tennessee, Washington, Stanford, Michigan State, Arizona, Syracuse, Louisville, Texas A&M, and Georgia. He also said he is going to commit on March 18th. 2025 four-star wide receiver. This cycle. All right, let's go. He's been, I mean, we've said his name a lot. He, I think he already has crystal balls to. Yeah, I think so too. Colorado. I'll double check real quick. 
Um, do you see Brandon Davis Swain is here? I did. And then there's a whole group of guys who uh, just post. There was just in the in the new well off. I think people are clipping. Uh, Chidoze, Let's Tyler go. Johnson, Justin Myers, uh, Khalil Benson, Anquin Barnes, Walter Taylor. We knew him. Uh, Shepard, are the grad transfers there? Do we know? Don't. That's huge if the grad transfers are here already. That would be huge. Uh, Brandon Davis Swainen already in uh, short sleeves in the uh, out at Folsom Field. Let's go. Those Michigan boys, the Colorado cold ain't nothing to them. So I saw a video of Travis Kelsey saying he doesn't wear long sleeves in the cold because he doesn't like the way when he tucks the ball. Sure. Feel, it doesn't feel secure. Mm -hmm. You think he breaks that for a negative 30 wind chill? <laughs> I mean, he's a softie, so yeah. <laughs> That's like dangerous at that point. Having exposed skin in negative 30 wind chill exactly. is like actually dangerous yeah. for your health. <laughs> I don't know. He is... I'm not going to get into it. Okay. I'm not getting into it. Uh, someone said Shepard starts in the spring. No. Okay. Oh, well, Zay didn't get here till after spring. So. It's true. We'll find out, though. These, these guys still have time to show up. Classes don't start till th uh, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So that'll kind of be the day. Every time you talk about when classes start, I get like a little just... <laughs> little twitch of PTSD. Shiver down your spine. Yeah. I hated school so much. I wasn't a big fan either, bro. Um, <laughs> uh, anything else? Oh, I forgot the to show the tweet of uh what's his name? The Big Twelve logos on the jerseys now. Oh, dude. Can you pull up that tweet, Alyssa? That that hit me right in the nostalgia. Yeah. Um I swear just seeing that logo on there, even though it's been rebranded since the last time it was on the Colorado uniform, it just made me feel like we were better. Yeah. It's like, oh, we just got better just by sewing that onto the uniform <laughs> because all of our history um, it was either in the Big 8 or Big 12. It was like, oh, we're back home. Mm -hmm. We're back where we belong. We took a journey out. It's like, um, you know, when my sister graduated college, uh, she thought she was going to go live in New York. She moved out there and was just like, Realized it wasn't for her. Came back home. Mm -hmm. That's what we did. We, you know, we were like, oh, we're going to go make it. We're going to go become an actor in L.A. <laughs> yeah. Moved out to the West Coast. <laughs> Didn't work. Now we're back where we belong. Yep. Um, someone says Shepard still has to graduate. So we'll see. But, yeah, it looks sharp, man. It just looks like it belongs on there. It does. It does. We're back home, baby. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Anything else? Oh, man. Thoughts and prayers, Tanya. Oh, questions. I didn't, so we didn't even do try questions. Try being 55 and back in class. My mom's doing that. She's struggling through it. Respect to everyone who could do that. Bro, the day Couldn't that imagine. I finished my last final of college, I was like, that's the last time I'll ever set foot in a classroom. Unless 
CU wants to hit me up about, you know, being a guest speaker at class. I'll come I'll come help the kids. No, I had a bunch of friends who were like, I'm going to graduate school, Bob. I'm doing this. I'm going to become Respect. a doctor. Yeah. Respect. More glory to you, man. I was out as quick as I possibly could have got out. There's no way. I, I was at my wits end. I didn't have another test in me. Yep. Same. <laughs> uh, let's do questions. When does the CU football team meet up this month? I saw someone said that the 14th is the report date. Gonna learn some stuff then. Um, that is Sunday. We're gonna get a. I have a feeling we're gonna get a revealing well-off video very <laughs> soon. Do you think they go back to the well and do a first-team meeting again with the new team and put yeah. that up on well-off and stuff? Well, I think they always. Anytime you have a new year, and it's the first time you're meeting with that team, you're gonna do a full team address and. But do we get it on well-off? Is what I'm saying. Yeah. So I hope so. It's a cash cow. It is. Big TZ, going at all uh, position players may alienate the new players before they even practice thoughts. What does that mean? Talking about, I guess, the players in the portal and the players who will enter the portal from Bama and Washington. Going after them, uh, the position players will alienate the new players who have already committed. I don't no, think so. No, no. It's um, competition, man. By the way... Remember when Bucky had that tweet that said, uh, sounds genius when someone outside of Colorado <laughs> says it. Yep. That I think about that every time because um hey, I hesitate to even say his name. Dan Lanning yesterday said on ESPN or McAfee or something like, I tell my players the second that they get here, I'm trying to recruit someone better than them. Mm-hmm. Just like, oh, when Corey Phillips said it, it exactly. was a problem. But yeah. Dan Lanning says it, it's okay. Yep. Coach Carl Reed just tweeted a domino gif and said, Mean set of dominoes about to drop. Kind of scares me. <laughs> uh, Shelly asks, will there also be FSU players in the portal due to the sanctions? Uh, not until it opens up for them. So that would be spring ball. I think that's April 15th. Bro, getting caught, getting busted for NIL-related violations in 2024 is like getting a weed ticket in Colorado. <laughs> like, how did you manage to do that? I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> I, I like you. You are so, I guess, just like um, it's nonchalant about breaking the rules that like you got you you found a way to get caught. You think it was because of CL three? I don't know. Maybe they bought him that humidifier. <laughs> <laughs> bought him that whole Amazon wish list. That's <laughs> a violation. And all it was, what wasn't like the main violation, like an assistant coach connected a player with the NIL collective? Something like that. I saw there was like, they can't use the collective or something like that. Like that's one of the restrictions. Yeah. That's a crazy penalty. I'm sure they'll find a way around. Of course. Saudis have their back. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh man, do you... (laughs) Do you remember seeing the Nebraska room on the Nebraska on three page? Yes. <laughs> You're talking about the one saying that CU is getting Saudi, Saudi money. money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I sent that to uh, someone at the collective and I was like, uh, like, damn, how is how Saudi, how is Saudi Arabia? Like, I heard you're there checking it out right now. <laughs> what did they say? They just, just laugh it off. Laughing, yeah. They were like, we wish <laughs> Uh, Ali Ali says, do the players coming in in their position give any clues to who the DC is and the scheme they run? I wouldn't say so. No, 
it's too hard. But Maybe if we had like two or three candidates who are down to, but we're literally just like this wide open net. The world. So, yeah. I mean, we're down to Lanning, Saban, <laughs> Carroll. Uh, Bill Belichick's entered the fold. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you see when people were responding that to me? And I was like, guys, guys, I said realistic. realistic. <laughs> it was so good. Vrabes? Uh, we get Vrabes? I wouldn't rule it out. That would be so sick. Lamar's asking how the spirit of the buffs is. Wow, been a while since we been checked in, but the spirit you, of the buffs is. is alive and well. Still going strong. The spirit of the buffs is so powerful <laughs> that if not placed correctly and channeled correctly, it can mess up the sound of our microphones. It really can. <laughs> it affects the show. Yeah, it's like, uh, I don't know, like Harry Potter's wand, you know? <laughs> Pause. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, RK's on one today. <laughs> um, yep. yep. I'm back. <laughs> TXK State of Mind says Could Coach Prime splash higher be Nick Saban? Far fetched, yes or no? It's, it's completely realistic. <laughs> I'm going to check the yes box on that one. It is. Uh, a bit far-fetched. <laughs> I will say, I think that Saban in his retirement could go on like a Peyton Manning-esque tour He's where he just like goes around to like cool stadiums and, you know, does cool interviews and talks to people. He's apparently staying in Alabama in Tuscaloosa. They're giving him an office in the stadium and he's going to stay as an advisor. Okay. That might make it harder for him to go to other schools and interact with people. <laughs> yeah. I thought maybe one-for-one one swap, Lee Corso for Nick Saban on game day. Ooh, I don't hate that. Uh, DJ Flame to you says, give us your thoughts on Chef Solomon and how he has changed CU recruiting with his work uh, in the kitchen and how Uncle Neely has highlighted him. That's Uncle Neely's guy. That is. I must say, it's with all credit to chef solomon and his abilities he was here before coach prime yep it was coach prime coming in and essentially saying like my players and the the athletes at this university mm -hmm. are going to eat like kings and yep. queens uh and so again it took coach prime empowering that for the athletic department to say okay well we got to you know find the way to get the money to up the food in here yep. uh and so credit to everyone who did that and then, of course, credit to Chef Solomon and his staff for uh, being able to pull it off. You know, like there's probably a world where a lesser chef is in there and he can't pull off Southern style cuisine yeah. the way that Coach Prime is looking for. And uh, and they have to, you know, go and get someone else. But with the credit to him, he's done an amazing job. And if you don't think that when players pull up well off and see like tomahawk steaks being thrown with out lobster there, tail with, yeah and collard greens and all of the just delicious food that they're putting out there if you don't think that makes someone think twice and say maybe i should be going to colorado mm -hmm. uh and want to find out what other places are doing remember when i did that tweet last year with the michigan plate? oh my god the hot dog <laughs> and the cookie and all and that like one chicken tender <laughs> yeah. that looked undercooked um but yeah, I mean, I, I really think that it makes a big difference. And I even think like, I think back when I was choosing colleges, like I legitimately like was like looking on the website at like the dining mm -hmm. halls and stuff. <laughs> it makes a difference. Shout out Chef Solomon, man. I love watching his stuff um, just because he makes a lot of different shit and it all looks amazing. It does. It does. 
and yeah, Uncle Neely has done an incredible job of highlighting it. Yeah. You know, and I said well off, but it could be any, you know, especially on Neely's channel, um, the pregame show. Like you're seeing a lot of the work that he does and um, the the way that it, it you know, impacts people. Mm -hmm. And it's not just the football team. They feed the whole athletic department. Oh, yeah. Don Peasy says, uh, you're the buff podcast goats. Thank you, man. Thank you very much. That said, number one, I believe the new DC is still coaching. Number one, B, what if it's Mike Tomlin? <laughs> Would that be a splash? Something Mike Irvin uh, said about a combo he had with him had me thinking. It, yes, that would be a splash. <laughs> um, the splash. Yeah. But I don't think so. I don't think they're still coaching. I think they're... Uh, I think they're... There's only a couple couple that still are coaching. Mm -hmm. I don't even know what to think anymore, honestly. I'm just waiting for an announcement. <laughs> I really liked that call, call out from uh, RJ about the secondary coach for um dallas dallas uh al harris yes that clip came up on my feed not too long ago which one the matt hasselbeck one we want the ball we're gonna score that's al harris taking it back oh it was like sick. the anniversary not too long ago that's sick big tz when are we getting a guest on the show uh uncle be back next week and then i'm trying trying we're not good enough for big tz on our own i'm just kidding we, we got to get some more guests on we do unk for sure oh we'll have someone else next week we we're supposed to have someone uh yesterday and today but we had to move stuff around yep we will have someone uh another one from dom pz per Irvin tomlin mentioned stepping down at the end of the season uh, to, to because of an opportunity he had to help bring along young men his kids are grown he's still pretty young is he not that would be Insane. I mean, three head exploding emojis doesn't do that justice. No, that's that's 180 characters of head exploding emojis. He's only 51. If he steps down, that's kind of wild, though. He's almost already coached in 300 NFL games. That's unbelievable, and he has never had a losing record, right? Nope. What a beast, dude! Can you imagine being a Steelers fan? Most of them have probably had two coaches in their whole life. Yeah. And then the one before that. Three. Yeah, yes. yeah. Three covers their parents, too. Yes. Unbelievable. And you've won all these championships, and you somehow just keep putting together winning seasons. Meanwhile, the Broncos are just floundering. Yeah, we've had more Broncos coaches in the last three years uh, than most Steelers fans have had in their life. Sick of it. Yep. Sick of it. The Wadi Way. Uh, did you talk about the Nikhil Webb Walker commitment from New Mexico State? 6'6 six, six linebacker. Wow. Yes, sir. We did. Outside linebacker, just so we're clear. Yeah. 6'6 um, six, six so, linebacker would be yeah. fascinating. Yeah. Eric Gentry, isn't that his name? Uh, USC. I think he's about 6'6. Six, six. Um, but yeah, 6'6 six, six outside linebacker. How did you know that? How did I know that? Yeah. Because I, uh, he's like a positionless football player, and it's fascinating to me. And he transferred from USC or from ASU to USC, so I've seen him play oh, a lot of okay, games. Okay. But he's playing like inside linebacker at six six. It looks yes. crazy out there. Six six two fifteen is what he's listed at. He he looks like a basketball player playing middle linebacker. That's wild. Uh, what recruits will be visiting CU this weekend? That is a good question that I do not know the answer to. A good few. A good few. 
Um, keep an eye on Adam Munster Tiger at Buff Stampede. Uh, I haven't seen anyone tweet out any visits though. So, yeah, this visit list has been pretty under wraps, but I know that it is. Oh, you know. I don't know all the names. Oh, but I okay. know that it is stacked. Oh, so I don't even have to leave this building to find out. <laughs> um, it's uh, honestly most of the information that I've gotten is just that this is a stacked visit weekend. Not as much uh, specifics. Are they just ignoring the scholarship limit for now? I don't know, but they should. They really should. Yeah. yeah. They're four. I think they're four away ish right now, but just stack up. Um, I've already heard about a few players who are going to transfer in the spring. So, yep. It's probably, there's going to be opportunity to uh, clear some space. Definitely. Miles with the super chat. Add a 2000s era buff to the current roster. Who and why? Oh, man. What a great question. What position would you start at? My first thought was uh, offensive line. I mean, yeah. they had some beasts. Andre Gerard. Uh, one of them. Um, Bakhtiari, right? Yeah, you could take Bakhtiari or Nate Solder. Or Nate Solder. <clears throat> uh, all great options. Um, my favorite, probably my favorite buff of all time was Chris Brown. Yeah. Uh, running back who was damn near in the in the Heisman uh, finalists. Um, he would be nice to have. Defensively, I mean, there's so many good linebackers. Like adding like a Jordan Dizon to this linebacking group mm -hmm. uh, would be unbelievable. Great question, though. I think I'd pick one of those tackles. Yeah, I mean that's the easy way to go. One of them opposite Jordan Seaton, we're cooking. Yes. Multiple first Jordan round Seaton. picks. Yeah. Uh, Buffs News Weekly says Bobby Purifier, Chris Brown. Don't read that troll post. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? That oh, great, it. great point from the girls' club. Said, RK, don't give Jake any info till he brings you your sunflower seeds. Bro, you weren't here. <laughs> what does that have to do with this? So I get sunflower seeds and I'm not allowed to take them home just so that you How can get How many bags one? are we talking here? There were a lot. That's insane. You took them all. Okay, like four or five were like the tiny tube ones. Okay. And then there's like four or five just of seeds. the... All seeds? Yeah. Usually the tube ones are just like, don't even have the shell. It's just the seed. No, no, no. They're shelled. Okay. Or they're in the shell. Okay. And then there's like four or five of the regular, like, I don't know, like a, if you pick up a David sunflower seed bag, like a regular one, like that. Is there like a note that came with these? I didn't see a note. It said my name on the box, though. Right. <laughs> See how it is. See how it is. Maybe if you would have showed up yesterday. I, you know that. It's out of bounds comment. I was literally at the hospital from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. To be fair, I didn't even know you weren't going to show up till like 15 minutes before the show. I know. I didn't think I was going to, but I did reach out to Dre early in the in the day and be like, I might need you to fill in. Will that work? So then I, I took the work part out of your hands. I will bring you a bag, bro. Are you going to the game tomorrow? Um, the USC game? Maybe. Maybe. Well, then I maybe will bring you a, a bag of sunflower right. seeds. Sick. They have these hatch green chili ones. Oh, my God. <laughs> I still have them. 
Bro, let's do a deal. Let's do a deal with these places. We need a lifetime supply. We need a, like a stack like those Olipops over there. I'm saying. Let's get it. Uh, you need to talk to uh, Austin, our new sales guy then. All right. All right, Austin. Let's cook. Uh, hit the Shador line. What's the Shador line? Two, 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 oh, two, 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 two. Come on, bro. I haven't been, I haven't been personally hurt, though. Um, yeah, I feel like I have by you. <laughs> Bro, I'm not going to air all the office dirty laundry, but I'm already in enough uh, handshake deal disputes. Oh, I heard about this. I heard about this. I somehow won and I'm in this dispute. I, it doesn't make sense to but me. But you didn't make the bet before. That's my only stipulation. You so didn't lay down let's, your demands. Let's lay it out. It's okay. Friday. We got nowhere to be. <laughs> yeah. Are, do we have to get off? No, we're No? Fine. Okay. Here's the thing. <laughs> She didn't tell me what she okay, was going to do either. On, go from step one. Okay, well, to be honest, I don't even really remember step one. I had to be reminded that I made this bet. But I made a bet with uh, Caitlin, who's uh, one of our account managers, of on the national championship game. Okay. I, of course, had Michigan. What was the bet? What the bet was, this is the issue. Okay, all right, all right. She, she bet that Washington was going to win, and if they won... Jake had to wear a temporary tattoo of our choosing. And Jake's bet was that Michigan was going to win. And that was it. But so you, the, didn't, no you didn't specify your demands. She didn't specify hers either. <laughs> I didn't know about the tattoo until like right before the game. The day of the game on Monday. That's oh. when I learned about the tattoo. Okay, so usually how this works is she says, all right, my side of the bet is yes. you have to get a temporary tattoo. Then you say, okay. If, that, Bro, if no. my team wins, you have to get a temporary tattoo. Or this if my garbage. team wins, you owe me lunch. You know this. <laughs> you guys wouldn't tell me what you were going to do if Washington won. I kept asking, and you guys kept saying, no, hee, hee, hee. And then like, oh, my God. This I is exactly what was happening. No, you didn't, didn't tell me. It was a 30-day tattoo. No, Marissa told me that it was a 30-day tattoo. The fact. Okay, but you okay, never I'm, specified the other Your side. demands, yes. Because she wouldn't tell me. No, that's up to you to say, I'll do that if you do this. But she still didn't tell me what she was going to do to me until Monday morning. And at that point, I was like, I don't care. Michigan's going to win. It doesn't matter to me. That, that's even more reason to specify what you want when you win the bet. So Okay, so where are we now? Where are we now? I just told her, buy me illegal Pete's, basically. And then we got into an argument on like Wednesday over this. I don't know how. And so I kept on bringing up the fact that she wanted to put something, a tattoo on my body. And this was more than just a bet. This was personal for whatever reason. So then I told everyone it's what Marissa personal, Jake, I told everyone what Marissa said that she told me it was a 30-day tattoo. And I was like, that crosses the line here. Wow. So I told K-Max, I want 30 days of illegal Pete's. And she got pissed off about that. I was like, that's like $500. 30 days of illegal Pete's. Well, I told her that half jokingly. I got to tell you, my guy, you're in the wrong here. I, I told yes. her that jokingly. <laughs> I said, just give me illegal Pete's. This is what happened. You went on a DraftKings and you said Michigan Moneyline. And then you didn't put anything in the field where it says what, what the bet was. And then you went back to DraftKings the next day and you were like, where are my winnings? <laughs> yes. I knew Michigan was going to win, though. I didn't. I was like, okay, like, I don't care, whatever. And she That's wouldn't why tell you me. you lay out your demands. But you guys, <laughs> no, you guys wouldn't tell me till Monday either. Monday is plenty of time to decide what you're going to bet. 
<laughs> I don't care anymore. No one's on your side here. You should have it's never ridiculous. told the story. I didn't even want to bring up the story. <laughs> oh, you should have said no when I said tell it. <laughs> the thing is, is I'm under attack in this office. I need help. You know, I always um, have your back, but you do have my back, and you, I appreciate you. Thank you. I got you, but you, uh, you. There's no way you can decide what you're gonna win after you won. I feel like Illegal Pete's was like a olive branch, being like, "Hey, like I, I won agree. the bet." Like, what's crazy for K Max is not taking that deal, considering she probably has a stack of free Illegal Pete's cards. That's why I asked her for that. <laughs> I think like one or two Illegal Pete's. I don't think a whole month. Just well, <laughs> she started being ridiculous, so I said thirty days then. 30 days. We never get this out of Jake on the podcast. Know, it's, it's so good. good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think uh, I think you might be able to get one Illegal Pete's card out That's of this. That's all I wanted. I That's literally all I wanted. I'll, I'll uh, fight for you on that one. I'm going back into text messages here. I can't wait for this because I know we're right. <laughs> this is so awesome. All right. Let's wrap it. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, all right. He wants to. He wants to bring more evidence to the here table. Here we go. Here we go. The jury is uh is willing to hear your case. Yeah. See, thirty days is wild. I don't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I think you would look great with that no regrets tat across your neck. No, no I won. I'm not getting a tattoo. I know. Cause I know ball. <laughs> <laughs> Girls Club said Jake be fighting for his life in that office. I do fight for my life in this office some days. I wish you guys could see it. Oh man. Oh man. That's awesome. I get hounded. So one of the new girls was hounding me yesterday. Damn. Like, what's Gina going was on? on here? Him. It was great. Wow. Yeah. It's ridiculous. That's crazy. All I do is show up, do my job, you know, try to be as nice as I can be to people, talk ball, and try I just to get shit on. Determine what your winnings are after you made the bet. <laughs> All right. We Absolutely just like to mess ridiculous. with you, Jake. It's out of love. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't either, but it's a common thing with you. I and it drives me insane. <laughs> I'm just trying to like do my own thing. <laughs> it is out of love. I'm That's just trying everyone, to do my best I, here. Literally, I'm just trying to do my job and talk ball, you know, do the show, like be friendly in the office, be cool with people, and it's just like I'm gonna walk up there, Marissa's just gonna give me the middle finger, like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It is out of love, though. We'll Everyone give you a tattoo you. that says, I know ball. <laughs> That's what Reese said. That'll be my first tattoo. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sending this to Neely. He's going to love it. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's coming oh, back next fun. week. <laughs> I think he's back in the, in the city right Holy now. Holy cow. We just got a $100 oh. super chat. Says, hey, Jake, awesome. I got you. That's a week. <laughs> That's a week of pizza right there. That's actually really, really sick. K Max, take inspiration for this. Damn. K Max got bailed out by uh, uh, Defu Boutique. Appreciate you. That's incredible. I think that's an E. I like this idea right here. Uh, Tally Heat. We need a segment where Jake can just air things out once a month. Let's go. Let's. What's Jake mad about today? That's a good segment. With an angry jork face. I am no. Jork can be a whole different segment. We can bring him back. Okay, so does an angry we got a, Jake face. What a, what a super chat. Uh, <laughs> truly unbelievable. Thank you so much. No, we can bring Jork back. We can do what the Jorks are saying. Um, but we a once a month just let me air it out segment. Yeah. That would smack. We That's could maybe great. even do like, uh, especially in the off season, like, you know, 
a bonus time 10 minutes after the show someone in the office that you have an issue with <laughs> yeah. we air publicly it. air it yeah, out yeah it'll be like maury or uh <laughs> jerry springer maybe uh and i'll be the i'll be the judge monday's probably going to be crazy <laughs> But uh, if nothing happens on Monday and we have a Tuesday show, I'll bring K-Max on the show and we can air this out. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> you know what really great? Jake's <laughs> All right. We got to get out All of right, here. All right. We're done. All right. There you go. You guys got a long show today. We'll be back on Monday. Uncle will be back next week. Um, stay strapped in, man. Be ready for what's going to happen with these portal fallouts and all this Let's stuff. Let's go. Let's go buffs. Let's go buffs. <laughs> Like the mayor, 